Ladies and gentlemen, you're live from Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet on Strathley! Hello and welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. I am your host for today, I am Kwakaraji. Normally I do step into the producer's seat, but for this show I thought I would cash in and actually sit in the host chair. Now joining me today is a whole selection of panel, mainly selected for their knowledge, their beauty, but more importantly their availability. Now last week we did promise a special guest and we do have one. Now representing the Van Damage Productions, it is the man himself, David Grubison. David, how are you doing? I'm fantastic, thanks for having me. Oh, uh, no worries, thanks for coming through and joining us today. Now, next panellist, she is a luscious girl in the room, it is the Bath Bomb Princess, it's Sarah Grieve, how are you doing Sarah? Yeah, I'm doing alright, Cracker, how are you? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. And, ladies and gentlemen, Tinder Mania is running wild. Hold on to your seats as the modern day Maha Ranger it is David Hockney. Uh, it's good to see Tinder Mania's uh, made a comeback at last. <laughs> it has, it certainly has. And now, before we came into the studio, the man did try to put me through the studio wall, but then realised it wasn't made out of cardboard. It's the Scottish big dog. It's Alan McLucas. How you doing, Alan? All right, mate. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Now, you're probably sat at home wondering who is in the producer's chair this <coughs> time around, because normally it's me. Now, this man, he's not the bruiser weight, he's not the cruiser weight, he's simply punching above his weight. (laughs) (laughs) Been waiting for that. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag ouch. (laughs) It's our our main host, Stephen Wilson. Stephen, how you doing? <laughs> Anything? No, no, no. You were on holiday. How was the holiday? <coughs> I was fine. I, I didn't get bummed as much. I just get bummed there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, fair point. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you did get burned. Well, I've got a better time than you. So uh, get to talk to me. Anyway, so moving on. Right. So this week's show, I thought I'll host it because we are talking about the greatest wrestling entrances. We're going to be turning the fat on what makes a great entrance, some of our favourites, talking about different style of entrances. But for the meantime, make sure you're subscribed to us on iTunes and all good Android sites. Whilst you're at it, leave us a wee review. Hopefully it's five stars, but we do welcome all feedback, but mainly five stars. Or as Ross said last week, if you're in Japan, give us six stars, give us seven stars. Uh, Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, We're all at Suplex Retweet. So we're going to move straight on and we're going to go on our first topic. Our first topic of discussion is entrance music. Right, so I'm going to start off and I'm going to go to our big dog. Can you give us a list of three entrance musics that you like of all time? Just the music. All time favourite? Yes. Metalingus, which is Eddie's sound uh, theme tune. By Walter Bridge himself, yeah. It is, yeah. Number two, I think I need to go for CM Punk, Cult of Personality. Living Colour, okay. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. And just purely for how electrifying it is, and because Ross isn't here, The Rock. (laughs) And get it in there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I love the rock scene. Yeah, the rock scene. 
And um, so now, uh, David Hockney, if you yeah. could give us your three. Well, I like, uh, because it's 4th of July, I think we can't go out without mentioning Hulk Hogan's Real American theme. I think that really gets us in the mood, you know, it gets us like, like a proper gym theme. Hulk Hogan's or Pat Patterson's? Hulk, uh, Pat Patterson's. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, very clever. Uh, my second one, I'd probably say, not to one person, but to more a faction, Degeneration X. Okay. Very rebellious, very... Uh, very in your face and it almost, it almost seems personalised for them so that's kind of what I like about it mm-hmm. and my third one bit more of a recent one Shinsuke Nakamura because it's the most hummable theme song like, and it just gets stuck in your head so when you say that is it the modern remix of it or the it's his face uh, remix the it's f- his first version yeah the first version not the one without the lyrics over the it the lyrics interesting Coming on to you now, Sarah. I've got so many. You uh-huh. can, why are you making big, big three? Can I Just, have five? Why not? <laughs> oh, come on. I was only going to give three, but I was asking. Just when, when we have cheeky. time, I'll come back to the rest of you for your extra two if you have any. So go for it. Uh, <laughs> well, see, I'm loving Alistair Black's music okay. for NXT. Absolutely love it. It fits his character perfectly, mm-hmm. so that, that really works. And not because the man's sitting next to me. I love the old school <laughs> filthy generation music. Absolutely love it. So you have actually just stolen mine. Thank you. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Every time you hear that siren go that's, off, it was yeah. Ex- by the way, it, it was done. Done. right? See the start of that song. Mm-hmm. Like, that's me going right. But Can I'm, you do that again so we get that exclusive right here? Right. So at the start, <laughs> that's me going right. Mm-hmm. That is that. But I was sitting in the house in the mic trying to do that, and then I went. Hold on a fucking minute. Why don't I just use a pitch drop? So I just said it normal and then dropped it like a couple of octaves, but the whole time I was sitting for ages going, and I was like, I'm very thick. And then we chopped it up, and that's actually a guitar as well at the start, to yeah. drop F sharp and just chopped it up into 16s. There we go. Uh, we have a resident like. I said that to you before. Full-blown. I we said that's a guitar, and you yeah. were nodding, and I said, that's a guitar. That's a guitar, F sharp going, my man. <laughs> Right, so uh, I do play the guitar. I only have one guitar. How many do you have? How many guitars do you have? Well, it depends. Are you talking about total or between trees? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> between the houses. Between the houses, I have... many houses I have, do you have? Total. That's, that's, um, I'll tell you that, you can't wait. Um, in the flat, I have eight. That'll soon become nine. He's not no saying that. <laughs> and in my mum and dad's, I have... Seven. No, wait. No, there's... Nine, I gave one away to Monko. So I had 18 and I'm 17. How do you feel about this, right? I've got a Les Paul in the house and I cracked the neck. Leave. Go <laughs> <laughs> oh, now. Oh. Right, thank you. That's fair. How do you feel about this? That is a criminal offence. I was swinging it about and the strap came off up at the neck end and it fucking hit the deck. Actually, I've been near Les Pauls unknown for that. <laughs> but seeing I wasn't a Gibson, it was just a Jim Deacon. Just to let everyone know, we've got an audio technician slash producer from Radio Cali in the building and named Johnny. And I, f- I think uh, he, what I can only describe is. Yeah, look at fucking shame, man. Shame, <laughs> like, it's like someone just ran over his puppy or something. It's that kind of face. Johnny's face is how exactly I feel when I heard that sad story. Makes you feel any better than saving up to get it fixed. You better get it fixed. <laughs> Remortgage everything. Get it fixed. <laughs> right, so Sarah, you're giving us two musics. Any other ones you would like to add? Uh, Johnny Gargano's music. Okay. I know that James did point out on the NXT TakeOver preview show that it did sound a lot like Hayley Williams, mm-hmm. and I've never been able to get it out of my head since. 
maybe that'll be a special entrance. Uh, I really hope. See for the next takeover. I actually hope they get in Haley Williams to sing Rebel Hearts. <coughs> I think that'd be great. Yeah. Okay, so that, that was three. Yes. That's three. Yes. Definitely. Yes? Yeah, that's three. Yes. Can I come back to your reaction too? Uh, we'll see how we get on. Right on, David, the man himself. If I had to nail you down for three songs, what would you say? Owen Hart, High Energy. Okay. Uh, just fucking listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> that guitar with the brass and then the solos, it's just pure up loving. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Goldust. Ah. Circa 1997. Yeah. When it was like, that's actually like the third attempt at that song. Because if you listen to the first two, yeah. it was him, Jim Johnson, still trying to get it sounding right. Mm-hmm. And then when he eventually got it sounding right in 1997, you're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, what else? Four Horsemen, WCW. Ah. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Quite. Which Mark Coffee tune's based on? <laughs> Ah, okay. Well, it's funny you say that because we do actually have that theme going to be playing in the second half of the show. Now, you will notice currently that's being played as the theme that was made for the Marauders uh, during the ICW stint. So, it's a tag team championship music that's being played right now. Uh, I will come back to you in a wee bit about how you kind of create that music because let's just say you've created music for quite a few wrestlers in your past, haven't you? 251 pieces of music in the last few years. There you go. We well, need to go wow. for a pint, by the way. <laughs> you and I need to go, we need to go for talkies. Okay. Alan, he's my guest. I found him. You leave him. I can give him a lift up the road. You can. I've got my car. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Alan and I will sort out our problems later on. <laughs> so we, like, we've got quite three different ones. Stephen, do you have any three that you would like to add? I really like Sting WCW Crow. <laughs> That's a shaking hand. For the people that, at home, that is the, uh, yes. David Grimson shaking hands with Stephen just it's there. It's a fine two minutes of just brilliant, so it's his yeah. character. Uh, I could be cliche and this uh, burn it down version of Seth Rollins. Okay. Just mm-hmm. cause... So how annoyed were you at last week's show? <laughs> Uh, next time I see Ross, he's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel partly responsible because I put the music together uh, just for David. Uh, like last week, we were doing our 2018 review show where we just review half of the year, and um, Ross decided that our break would be the first section of Seth Rollins' theme, but then the record was scratched and going to Dolph Ziggler's theme. It was introduced as the wrestler theme, the theme of the wrestler of 2018, and it did troll quite a few people, including our main host, Stephen. <laughs> so, Ross isn't exactly in his book. I, even though I made it, I avoid it all because I just go by what the host tells me to do, so... Ross is never in my good books. <laughs> <laughs> he's in nobody's good books, nice. he's not. No. By the way, special shout out as well to ones like Dan Severn's tune, which mm-hmm. was loosely based on Joe Coffey's. Oh, right, even <laughs> Vader's tune, and not because he sadly passed, but I've oh, what a tune and demolition. Yeah, but, like I'm into like the big daft man riffs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like ding, 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 <laughs> and then that guy's here comes yeah. Oh, brilliant. No, it's, it's good. Like you're, so you get your kind of well. Okay, we'll dive into that later. Later on. Basically, I'm the guy that prefers American made. American made music, kind of. No, American made instead of your American. Ah. Uh-huh. Oh. Ah. There we go. <laughs> 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 right. So my three favorite, like, what I've done because I was 
I, I couldn't nail it down to three when Sarah was saying well, I, I'm sure y'all couldn't nail it down to three it was quite difficult but what I've done is I've picked three from the, the most promotions that I watched so WWE IC, well, ICW, I should say first, ICW, WWE, then New Japan, because I'm now watching all the pay-per-views, so WWE-wise, 12 Stones, we are one. I love the that. Nexus theme, great yeah, song. I yeah. love that theme. ICW, Filthy Generation, the Dominator World, so you can imagine how I felt when I got a slight like, live performance on that one right there. Um, and the third one... We don't need the world. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> kind of fangirling a little yeah, bit. Speak to Quacko's ear. My third one, New Japan wise, it's got to be Tetsuya Naito's uh, Stardust. Mm. I love that oh, theme. But you know, it's a banging tune from the New Japan. Yeah. Nakamura's in New Japan. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Well, it's funny you say that because we do have like I did go to um, I did actually go to the uh, our listeners. We actually have listeners, believe it or not. We're actually doing quite well. I was actually quite surprised by it, but anyway, no, we have listeners, and they have been putting in their favourite like brand entrances of all time. <coughs> that we'll get to it at the end of the sh- uh, towards the end of the show, and so David, like, oh, I'm just going to take a wee time out from that, but and then just talk about how is it that you're kind of a like, So say if you've got this wrestler, for example, let's say suddenly I've become a wrestler, never will happen, and then you're just kind of creating music, like what is your kind of process, like what kind of things do you think of and what do you do really? Uh, <clears throat> first of all, if it's somebody I don't really know, mm-hmm. I will go back and watch channels and all matches on YouTube and stuff like that, I'll do a bit of research on them, but say for talking sake, I know you, mm-hmm. uh, you'll say, oh, give me something that sounds like this, so what I do is, is I'll start a... Aye, I'll just start putting shit together. But what I usually do is, is I'll do the start and then I'll send you the start. Then I'll do maybe another 10, 20 seconds, I'll send you that. And it like it just keeps coming back. So basically I become an annoying bastard. You know what I mean? But it's because <laughs> it's, I'm constantly sending the person that I'm working with the mm-hmm. tune so we can just get it right. So it's like less of that, more of that. More than that, aye, that's good, right, stop there, because we need to take into consideration, what I need to take into consideration is uh, blocking. You've got to like, take into consideration when the tune hits, how long is it going to be before they, they come through the the apron, the, the ring, the, the fucking entrance. Curtain. Aye, curtain. That hang. How long it takes him to walk down, how long it takes him to walk all the way down, did they pose, did they fuck with the fans, did they, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> What part of the song is it going to be when they're in the ring? So when they're in the ring, it has to be a hook in the ring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't walk all the way around and then you get into the ring and it's a fucking six, seven timing fucking breakdown that's just jazz or so. You know, what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it has happened. It has happened on family shows and it has happened on other smaller shows where people go, oh, I quite like this song. I'm going to come out to this song and then when they get to the song, by the time they get to the ring, it's the I quote quiet bit. It yeah. doesn't work. You know what I mean? It just yeah. does not fucking work. Uh, so I, I pretty much become that annoying person, but it's right up until we go at right, that's it. That's quite that's, it. That, that's it. Uh, and I, I'm just constantly sending back and forth, sending uh-huh. back and forth, so that uh, I know that the song that I've done for whoever it is that I'm producing for, it's them. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 
For instance, Bram's tune sounds and looks like Bram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jester's tune sounds and looks like Jester. Yep. You know what I mean? The, the Marauders sounds like they. Like, well, you, you know what I mean? Like, all my tracks, I try to get them bang on uh-huh. for that person. Joe's sounds like his. Mark Coffey sounds like his. He does a slow walk, the tempo. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, but I, it usually takes me a few days. Don't get me wrong, I've rainmanned it a few times and busted out tunes in a couple of hours, but I just. Oh. I love being that annoying bastard. Bobby has no idea who any of these people are. I do know who these people are, thank you. Just Here we go then, when I've done War Machines, New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> he doesn't even know that. He doesn't even know Again, that. Again, War, to... War Machine song sounds like two big bastards yeah. are going to kick a cunt in. <laughs> well, you know this, what I mean? Like This guy is... Basically, he's a corporate employee. Don't put me on the spot here. <laughs> For who? For not. Don't even do that. Come on. Don't don't oh, the to, look on David's face. Don't have to drive here. Constable Dave. <laughs> Constable Dave. I'm stuck in the middle, by the way. I'm going to duck right now. Well, he's got the hairline. <laughs> don't even. I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> Uh, it's, David, it's not David, a show without throwing David under the bus. I know David is known for not really knowing the indies. He's, he doesn't really follow the indies, so. Hey, if it helps, I'm actually slowly learning about it. Because Simon Miller's going to discover it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're trying to. Educate. That's a bounty guy that wants a Martin Kirby in it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a culture. Culture. The culture, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Even I'm doing tunes for them, it's the exact same process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, see the Walter one I've done recently? I'm no blowing smoke up my ass, but fuck me, you need to hear it. We need to hear it. Oh, we need to hear it. That's Vorak Symphony Number no. 9, uh, Symphony Number no. 4, Part 9, but I have completely metaled the full thing up and I had to learn the full arrangement. That's another thing. I don't know how to remix or any shit like that. I just learned the songs uh-huh. and I had to learn that full symphony, record that full symphony and then put my own twist on it. So what brands have you made music for? And like all in all, like what promotions have you made music for? It's who have I no made music for? <laughs> Everyone probably. Hey. TNA, ICW, What Culture, Define, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Fucking Everyone basically. Everybody. Everybody. And then you have got, I've made music for a lot of people that are in WWE now as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you plan to say that? Yeah. I don't know, there's a lot. It's too many. Uh, and also, uh, the band that I was in, that Psychodavic, mm-hmm. we were the only band, or first band, well, only band to ever do a publishing deal with a televised American wrestling company. Yeah. That is, an, uh, that is just fact. Because every other band is they're on the wrestling, so you're motorheads and that, they all had publishers. Aye. You know what I mean? We didn't. So then TNL will actually got to do a publishing deal, so we were the first band in history to do that. There you go, eh? There you go. Wow. So, um, I mean, obviously you've made so much music for so many wrestlers. I mean, you were saying the Rats are 250. Any, anything that you've got a future plans that you could give a Suplex retweet an exclusive? And if we're coming up, that we should keep an eye on? I want to hear it if we got here. I actually just got another one today. I can't mm. say who's for, yeah. but I'm going to be doing another one for Ring of Honor. So wow. Mm-hmm. I get that today. Okay, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting the hand signal. So, hey <laughs> uh, guys, watch this space. I think. What else am I doing now? Hey, I'm doing a lot of computer game music and stuff like that, but I can't really yeah. say what I'm doing because then it spoils what's coming out. Ah, uh, uh, the man is full of secrets. I know. <laughs> I know. Cards goes to the chest. <laughs> we'll buy your pint after this, and we'll see what information can distract. I don't drink. Oh, 
We'll buy your Coca Cola. I, I completely <laughs> fucking made that up. That you know. <laughs> I walked right into that trap door. Yeah. Didn't I, I? That's everything that goes through my head when I'm doing the everything that goes through my head. My process. <laughs> I just become that guy. <laughs> so there we talked about our top three music of all time. Do you agree with us? Have you got something else that you liked? Make sure you tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram, it's at Suplex Retweet. Now, we're gonna move on to our second section, and it's a section that I may have complained about in the past, and it's pyrotechnics. May have. May have. May have, yeah. May have. You've been looking forward to this for for a whole week now. <laughs> so, uh, on to pyrotechnics. I'm gonna go around the panel again, and. I'm going to start off with David, um, David right in front of me, David Grimson that is. Now I asked... You just call me Div, man. Div, Div, man. Aye, Div, Div and David. Got you, Dave. There we go. There we go, started. So, like, I asked everyone to kind of come up with who do you think had the best pyro arrangement. Um, So who would you say was one of your favourite pyro arrangements ever? (coughs) Pyro arrangements? I don't know, Matt. The the Div in me there wanted to say... Elimination Chamber when Undertaker nearly get cooked, but obviously you guys are I'm joking. I don't actually know. I've never really paid a pay- attention to the final. Right, don't get me wrong, I fucking love Kane. You love Kane? I mean? uh, How much of an abomination is it that he does that pyro? Shocking. Anymore, yeah. It's very it's, sad. It's, it's, it's not Kane without it's, the pyro. Yeah. Pyro. And it's, what makes it worse is they even fake the noise of pyro. That's a bit that gets at me and that really annoys me. Like, because a lot of people have, like, some people have had silent pyro in the past as well. Yeah. Like Ryback and Sheamus <laughs> as well. Like, yeah. you know, you don't see it, like, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it, you can hear it. I mean, see, see, when I say Kane, I don't just mean Kane coming down to the ring and throwing his arms about and then the pyro goes off. I mean, like, the whole 19, like, the end of 1997 and the fill of 1998, and he was just, like, fucking setting fucking fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, like, lightning strikes, and then it would pop up, don't do this at home, and you're like, don't do what at home, just hit somebody with a fucking lightning strike. Obviously, I'm not going to do that at home. The, the, that's that's like I love that whole time, man. Dev actually wants people on fire, so so say that. Oh, oh, and then the Undertaker took that gimmick as well and started setting fire with fucking teddies and shit. You know, oh, what the mean? Like, I love that whole time period. <laughs> there we go. It's a standard uh, Wednesday afternoon in the Eat Sleep Suplex retweet. Why Have not? I already used the profanity quota? Uh, nah, right, keep cool. going. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it by the way, just so you know, because I've always kind of just like worked for myself. I've never really done anybody to tell me to. Still need a problem. Like I worked in an IMAX and then I get a fucking referral. Or a, what would you call it? A written warning? Aye, aye. It was stupid. The guy wouldn't take his receipt so he could bounce off his head. <laughs> like, so just thing, <laughs> things like that. I just. I always swear and I don't really know when. Good. And so Sarah, what would you say is your favourite arrangement of pyros that, that you consistently see in a wrestler? Oh, see, I don't know. Like, because there's no been pyro for such a long time, but like, see, my one time was my always favourite <laughs> one growing up. It was when Randy Orton was the legend killer and he had uh, this, the cart and the sparks. Uh-huh. I absolutely loved that. It, it worked with mm-hmm. his gimmick so damn well. He kind of had his hands up and he would just Yeah, so as soon as he put his hands up, the curtain came down. Yeah. And, oh, you couldn't get anything like that, really. And yeah. I, it makes me actually miss the legend killer gimmick. Mm-hmm. No, they, no, you're absolutely dead on. I, I remember, well, 
at that time of Legend Killer, I kind of took a wee hiatus from wrestling. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but I remember I, I watched one Cyber Sunday briefly, mm-hmm. and it was. Uh, sorry, to hear that. <laughs> 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 and it was uh, Cyber Sunday was Randy Orton versus uh, Ric Flair mm. I had to think about it when I said Ric Flair that was the that. steel cage match yeah see when you're saying yeah. that that'd be a good idea for these days instead of the legend killer they could do the indie darling killer yes. I mean how good would that be mm. the indie killer they are so good like, like Jordan Devlin's the import killer Aye. <laughs> just get rid of the Viper. He's just He's become Irish the colour again. Yeah, I don't know who Jordan Devlin is. Hey! He was in the inaugural UK tournament and this year's one as well, wasn't he? Well done, Dave. See? I've been doing my research. Gold star for Dave. Congratulations. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah, yeah, like that um, uh, like fireworks is quite cool to see. Mm. It kind of gives that whole grand, like, <coughs> I'm superior kind of thing. Aye, it was, there was like another one that I had as well. It was Shawn Michaels. When it was in the ring, not the ring. on the like, not on the ramp and on the stage. It was when it was like the spark shooters inside the ring. Uh-huh. You couldn't get much better than that either. Mm-hmm. Like it just it lost it when they put it on the stage though. I think they lost it a wee bit. Yeah, I, well, um, I don't know. If, did, did, was there a reason for moving it? Did that you know? Or? Maybe people were getting burnt in the front row of the audience. <laughs> Who it knows? Was, it was kind of weird, like just seeing the red crew just like, you know, like <laughs> run, running quickly and pissing them off. It was, and I always thought, like, what if they put that in the wrong place or something like that? I know. Special set the ropes ex, on fire. Yes. Yeah, set Shawn Michaels ex, on fire. X packs uh, X that comes up and stuff like that. Oh well. Anyway, I was a health and safety at that time, so I don't care. I just wanted to see some fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, uh, coming to you, what yeah. would you say? One that you would like to highlight? Well, there's, there's a couple I was going to choose from, but I've already kind of mentioned DX, and you've mentioned X Pack, sort of X fireworks. So, I'm going to go with like an old classic here, Rey Mysterio with the oh. pyrotechnics where he jumps as if he's just jumping from out beneath the floor yeah. yeah like he just appears out of thin air i think that was really really clever for his character because you know he's this masked figure he's like a superhero and he just like he just blindly appears out of nowhere mm-hmm. uh, just like out of the floor and it just i think the illusion it creates is just fantastic and but obviously it only worked if there was like a tiered stage <laughs> for the for the stage if it was like a just flat on the ground he just had to come out of the the curtain and just do it which is i think it feels a bit of a letdown but um i think in later years he also added those two pyros on either side of the stage where he, he went pointed to the crowd and then a pyro goes off i think that was a nice wee addition but yeah the pyro at the stage yeah it creates the whole appearing at a thin air illusion i think that was very very well done the way you did use that it was actually quite spectacular you're absolutely dead on like first time i saw that i legit thought he was a genuine superhero like and i was about maybe 12 13 at the time you still think he's a superhero don't lie well yeah yeah (laughs) i mean he has i mean how many times has he dressed up as a superhero for like big four pay-per-views i mean he's come out as silver surfer he's come out as captain america as avatar i knew you would like the captain america (laughs) yeah David. Rest of 20, he was dressed as the, as the Flash as well. David David is still pretty much stuck in the MSN days where everything's Captain Dave, Captain America kind of thing. So, yeah. Anyway. That is my Twitter handle as well, at CapDave91. Okay, that's enough of your memoirs. <laughs> 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 Moving on to the big dog, Alan. Well, I think the greatest one in them all is going to be Taker. Ah, okay. But my favourite has to be Edge. Ah. Because when he came out, we met the language with it. Mm-hmm. the smoke and it always brings me back to the brood when he first came into it it's like go back to his roots and mm-hmm. he come out and he go halfway down the stage up he goes the hands go up fireworks go and it was just epic and 
for a long, long time he was the guy to me, and it was just oh, sheer bliss watching him coming out. Just as he tough. said that, I'm changing my top three to the brood. I was gonna say the brood. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the brood. <laughs> me and my missus always says if we get married, I'm booking Gangrel and all that for coming down to the ring. Uh, you, you may want to make sure the wedding dress doesn't and catch fire. I'm not I've already connected this shit. I've already just been having a wandering. Can I be a point? Can I just point out that I get married next year and Stephen Mills is going crazy, going what? Did he point at me? Book him, book him. <laughs> I might have to just steal that, mate. Sorry. He's <laughs> all love it. He's like, this is, this, is, this is Dan. Spitting blood all over his face. Sorry, he's making it happen. Guys, I've actually just thought this could be a new business venture for me at the back of this. I'm gonna set up the wedding I mean the wedding the wrestling entrance enterprise. So I'll basically turn up any event you want. If you want a, uh, an entrance of some sort, I will set it up for you. You can do the music, right? And we'll go half in, half in that. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna set up the Wii. Hmm? W-E-E, the Wii. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just as well, I don't market to the. We'll talk afterwards, though, right? So, um, moving on to Stephen. Stephen, what would anyone you would like to highlight? I'm quite. I'm fear Alan's going to lunge at me, but Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> no! See the thing is, that's what I was thinking that in my head. Like Lesnar had done it, but so did fucking Batista. Machine gun pirate. That's one of my lists actually. Yeah, that was like my third uh, choice. This is the thing that annoys me now these days. Instead of having the fireworks as you're saying, they now have the lights flashing. It's like no, get that in the chat. Imagine it's if so like, it was just mm-hmm. a guy doing the voiceover, like in the TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, you hardly get the pyro now. See when Lesnar and that comes out and does the pure mm. stupid thing, it, like, it just looks stupid and awkward nah, now. Because you mean his mating call? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be it for the rest of the show. Oh. Right. I'll tell you all fear what I really think of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. But, but before I forget that I'm actually hosting a show. <laughs> right, so I was going to say the brood. However, that's fine. Stick with that one. I'll stick with that. But because because I would like to throw up another one just for an honorary mention, Chris Jericho. Uh, Always. Ab- absolutely. Like people that know know that he's my all-time favorite, and I would scare. I'm, I'm scared to meet the guy because he's proper my all-time favorite. Just with the lights, the fireworks, and then now the latest edition with the lighted up jacket or scarf or whatever. Oh, we love that. It just <laughs> for me. It's just. 
Uh, I, I just love absolutely. Can love I just it. say something? Yeah. Stephen Hazel seen the jacket. She wasn't impressed with it. She <gasps> seen the scarf. She's like, where'd you get that? I'm like, that's a one-off. That's a Jericho. <laughs> she wants to light up. No the scarf. scarf. Not the jacket. Not the jacket. No, she didn't like the jacket. It's not the jacket. I quote, it was tacky. But <gasps> the, I know. Just wrap Christmas lights around my leather jacket, and that's me sorted. That's me basically got one. Your Christmas jacket? <laughs> no. I, <laughs> Is this your smoking jacket for the weekend? <laughs> right, so now the whole thing with pyrotechnics obviously is not in WWE <laughs> unless it's on uh, WrestleMania or any of the like fake big fake pay-per-views like Greatest Royal Rumble or I don't know if they're going to have it in the showdown. The Super showdown? That one. Um, maybe if they have in Glasgow where they have like the squarest of all goals or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> How big will this Royal Rumble be? <laughs> I don't know. But like Ain't good to be woman in it. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Finally. So do you think that the budget for Pyro has gone to like the you've seen the addition of the LED boards, the LED floor and the ring posts now the LED <laughs> Would you take a swap for all those LEDs for actual fireworks? And I'll yep. go round. Yep. Yep. Half and half. Half and half. Half and half. Uh, yeah, half and half. Get rid of the ring post and the ring banner, uh, but keep the stage and the uh, Titan Trons. Yeah. Bring back full pyro. But I think all the money's went to Brock's back pocket, if I'm honest. <laughs> see, the thing is, but see, the mirror, everything's looking LED. It just looks like the computer game. Yeah. The main and main is like mm-hmm. zone. I'm like, oh, I see that shit. Everything's blown up and like exactly. on fire and you want the theatrics part. It's supposed to be sports entertainment. You want the theatrics. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want a game and go. I can't wait to download that in DLC when I get in. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, look, it's the exact same computer as in real life. <laughs> I mean, it's apparently energy efficient as well. Like LEDs are super energy efficient. Oh, so maybe they'll save it a lecky bill. Get away with that. Don't let the hit you in the air. Bye, Dave. They'll be saving a lecky bill. Right, Stephen, would you take a swap? for all those LED stuff for actual pyro. Yeah, I hate the ring posts. It's just Although it did help sell the Gargano Almas match when it happened when they like, it looked like a hot. Yeah, some of this. How the fuck in the earth are you supposed to do a figure four round they they ring posts? <laughs> Remember back in the old yeah. days it'd be yeah. great heart and that but they would do the figure four hanging off it and you'd be like, that looks fucking sale. Yeah, no, they can't. Like, can't do that. Well there's a challenge for any wrestler out there if you can try <laughs> go do a figure four round the Titan John ring posts. <laughs> <laughs> Just do a figure four round the Titan John. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you do that, I will seriously put that anyway, but that's that's what that is anyway. So, um, this is just the whole thing. I hate it how they've swapped the, the pack. Like, to me, Kane not having fire is the biggest abomination going. I've said it and I'll keep on saying it. And what makes it worse is they've replaced it with just sound effects of probably some kid in the background playing some Call of Duty game and acting out the image, or they've just used LED to flash, and I hate all that. Just, and it doesn't say well if you're trying to be this big domination company, and then you say you have to roll back on something to save on the budget. Mm-hmm. You go, so to speak, all in. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> see what I did there. Yeah. Radio. So, uh, gonna move on to our final section just before we have our short break, and we're gonna talk about live performances now. It's not something that's featured as much in wrestling as it used to, say, in the, in the 90s or as a 
told, led to believe the Naughties, as it's called, the zeros. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. The Naughties, yeah. Naughties, yeah, thank you. Um, I just call it a time when hip hop was good before it ended up with this mumbling shit now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's just what I call it, man. Mm. Like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So, like, I just wanted to go around the panel. This time I'm going to start off with our producer for the day, Stephen. Any live performances that you've seen on wrestling, maybe you were there yourself, that you would like to highlight? The man across from me at uh, Fear Moven. Ah, okay. <laughs> Way Drew. Just stole mine. I know. But I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Interesting fact, by the way, see if in fact there was Pyro in that one there. I think there was Pyro. Pyro! There was Pyro, like Sam, I think I shot myself. <laughs> <laughs> see if you go back and watch that, right? See when I've come out on that stage, because yeah, it was SEC Hall 4 that one, mm-hmm. it was a big one. See when you come out, I'm actually at a sink for a wee bit because I forgot about the noise bleed. For mm-hmm. where this, for, you know what I mean, like for this, the, yeah. the, 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 the curtain. The curtain. Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's I need help today. I had to start walking down, and then when I walked down, I ended up in sync perfectly, like 15 seconds in. But if I started, I was just like, oh shit. And then I went and walked down, and the best part of that was Grado was going to add to me. Div. <laughs> You're gonna need to like change the words or do something because if you don't, I'm gonna end up fucking singing that song while you're walking down. I don't want to get caught doing that because I like that song. So, <laughs> gonna just like change the words or something, and that's why if you go back and watch it, I change somebody else and give them the fingers and say fuck you instead. Ah, <laughs> okay, we shall. So it was fear and loathing eight. Yes. Uh, catch up on ICW on demand and go on and see Dev actually sight out for Drew Galloway. It was actually. Very grand desk. So you've actually sang for a world heavyweight champion out live. I know, it's cool. Plus that was like, I had done bits and bobs like here and there and that, mm-hmm. like music wise. It wasn't as full on as it was. Like, it was getting there though. And uh, but in, in saying that, it was like all the years plus that full year non-stop a lot just culminated to that. Mm-hmm. And it was brilliant. And the cool thing is, is like the company wanted to do it for me. You know what I mean? They were yeah, like, I... no, you've earned a wee a wee, a wee moment as much as the rest is because you've been here since the start of this. I was like, yes, that's pretty fucking cool. That's why that one's a special place. But if you go back and watch Fear and Loathing 7, I ended up with Sciatica and broke my arsebone. Uh, and uh, if you go back and watch that, I done a, so I climbed up in the ring. Uh, no, I went into the ring, climbed up in the turnbuckles, done a somersault plancher right into the crowd, and my head, no, no, my head, my arsebone hit somebody's head and I ended up in the mountains. Mm. Ow. Ouch. And if, you, if you end up watching it, you see me go, oh, you broke my fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out, I broke my ass. <laughs> Good wee insight there. Not to the arse. But anyway. Say that word. I appreciate that, man. Cheers. Thanks very much. Steve has already got brownie points with Dev. <laughs> and a fist bump. Say that, any live performances you want to highlight? Oh, so many. I probably had to say with Motorhead when brought out uh, Triple H. Yeah. You've upset Dave. <laughs> I was literally just about to Thank say you. That. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I was I was like picking between three. It was like Rev Theory for Randy Orton, Living Colour for CM Punk, or Motorhead for Triple H. Mm. Thanks for taking mine about it. I said it was between those three and I picked I picked Triple H, it's okay. Don't hurt me. You just trying to kill him. I love it. <laughs> Do you know what it's funny? Like, see Fred Durst singing The Undertaker, didn't that? was like the old version of me singing Drew, didn't 
Okay, at this uh, point, David, anyone you would like to highlight? <laughs> well, it's kind of already both been mentioned, but yeah. Oh, me- men- what men- a shame. Mention it now, we'll pretend we didn't hear it. Okay. <gasps> WrestleMania 21 Motorhead bringing Triple H out. Say what? Yeah. Am I, am I invisible? Well, I think WrestleMania 17 was was pre- was probably the better live performance. I think the entrance as a whole, 21, was better because Triple H comes out from beneath the stage. He gets pyro set off. He's like literally in the center of Motorhead when his first sort of uh, when the first sort of riff of his theme songs plays, <sighs> and then it's just the whole general atmosphere of it looked like a grand Hollywood style entrance because that was in that was oh, the man. Hollywood WrestleMania that yeah. year. You know, it was. You know, I thought I saw that and I thought that is amazing. Uh, was it Saliva played? That was 2002 Survivor Series uh, for Chris Jericho, King yeah. of the Wor- King of My World or something. That, nice. I th- that was pretty solid, actually, yeah. That was when he was undisputed, wasn't it? Uh, no, that's, he was tag team champions with Christian, and it was the first ever Elimination Chamber. Because I just remember seeing a video, and it was like him with the undisputed mm-hmm. titles. I just love that thing where he put out his hand to... Glad the, the fan touched the belt, he took away quickly. Sorry, mm-hmm. I just loved that moment. I yeah. had to just mention It was in that. Madison Square Garden as well. I mean, I was looking back and I'm thinking, where the hell did the band actually sit? Because whenever they've got Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. booked out, it's usually just a tiny ramp with a very small entrance. Yeah. Just so they can accommodate all these people. And then I was wondering, where was Saliva sitting when this was being performed? And I think there was like either above the Titantron or just next to it. So well, it was, Saliva not played twice. Yeah, I think one time they done that I love you, I hate you what that one, but then the other time they done Get the Tables. Mmm, I don't remember Get the Tables, but No what? No. I don't remember the one of the only, Sorry, the only one that stuck in my head was uh was King of My World and that was it, yeah. Alright, never heard it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to the big dog. Okay, I'm gonna pick one that's not WrestleMania related. I'm gonna go for Nickelback uh, tribute to trips. When they uh, played ooh, the old yeah. theme, I am a massive Nickelback fan. Anyone says anything about them, they go through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thumbs up over there. Um, and they were epic. And see, when they played it at Glasgow this year, I nearly lost my head. The place went mental. Just, just that so that you know. See, when he says he lost his head, like the last time he said that, his neighbour had to come down and complain <laughs> because he was making too much noise. And see, I'm, I'm trying to be here. polite. Watching WrestleMania, his neighbour actually came down to complain about the noise. They was reacting to everything. It was the Asker. Asker, uh, mm. he, 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 he actually. I, was, I, I can't remember ever getting up screaming like that in a match. Ever. Not even Rock Austin. What about no. the Undertaker streak being broken? Did you do it? Then? No, I was, I, was was one guys, I was one of the guys and walk about and cheered. Oh really? Yep. And then I was getting up and stood outside, sparked a fag, and laughed at everybody leaving. You were that guy. Yes. <laughs> I was just silent that day. Yeah, You're breaking my we heart here. We all, well, some of us saw it. Mine, well, that was the first time I hosted WrestleMania at my house. And I swear the room was just stunned silence until yeah. Justin Roberts announced, here's your winner, Brock Lesnar. Well, Nobody told me I was sitting beside Vince McMahon. <laughs> I was doubly hit that day because I had food poisoning. Then that happened. Nice. So I was doubly hit <laughs> that day. They uh, gave you a cheeseless pizza as it tells you all the time. I know. That's right, yeah. I did that for you, Quacker. I know, but it was on a thick base, and nobody does thick base. Sorry if you're listening in Chicago, but yeah, exactly. Look at that face. Thick base, no. No. Why? Exactly. I like cars. You like a thick base? Weirdo. Oh, my it's God. It's got to be a thick base. Weirdo. Oh, my God. Thin base. Thin and crispy all the way. No. Fucking do it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know how do you eat your pizza's tweets. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> tweet us at some point should we tweet as you can probably tell we take any form of chat sham chat good Get chat pineapple does not go on a pizza oh dear agreed anyway so um, on that note we are going to go on to our short break now instead of saying what my favourite performance is I'm actually just going to play it for you so um, this was actually taken from a Monday Night Raw on May 29th so to play us out it is Kid Rock. Hey guys, it's Session Mop Martina here. You know the girl that you all fancy. Hashtag fancy. And you're listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Are you scared? Shit, 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 shit. Oh, they call me cow 
to eat sleep surplex retweet that was a wee performance there by kid rock american badass on monday night raw may 29 2000 so <laughs> it was a grand performance i did love it back in the day before he was a mad tinfoil fucking lunatic yeah <laughs> you, just, you just lost the plot now honey. it's amazing to be fair he was always a lunatic just if I shouldn't say anything liable. Anyway, <laughs> I, I could go on. But anyway, no, it was a good, great, great performance there. So, moving on to our next section on the talk about uh, wrestling entrance scenes now. With each entrance, you always you obviously have the ring walk sequence. So you have the wrestler, whether they're up the stage or some other point in the arena, you always have them entering the ring. So either grand desk or some um, mellow way, whatever way they do it. So I'm gonna go around the panel and then just kind of talk about what ring walk sequence you've liked and some and if any particular part of a ring walk sequence you kind of want to highlight. So first person I will come to. I'll come to the sitting substitute producer just now, Stephen. So, Stephen, anyone you would like to highlight? Oh, I'm glad you're giving me first because I was wondering who's going to get stole. Sandman. Ah, mm. nice. Nice. Love it. Never nice. replicated. Nice. WWE thankfully didn't do it because they would have ruined it. Yeah, so. well, that and. That and just couldn't get the, the Enter Sandman. Ah, if you want to see it ruined, just go watch an ECW episode. <laughs> and it's just him coming down to like silence. Yeah, it's just not the, it's not the same. It's not the same. The, do you know how it was they managed to do that, by the way? Right? See, uh, see, if you, see if the lights go down and you use that song as part of your show, that's when you need the, the venues and the promoters you don't need to pay or your PRS and PPL, mm-hmm. right? So the artists get the money. But see if it's playing in the background. That's the loophole, and that's why you never actually hear the full song. You hear it coming through the PA in the background rather than coming through the mixing desk in the actual show. That's how he avoided. That's how he avoided having to pay Metallica money. That's clever. That's clever. Crafty little rabbit. Well, not so little, but you know what I mean. I mean, yeah, you did have the aspect of him walking through the crowd, interacting with the crowd, and spilling beer everywhere, uh, licking beer off certain places. Yeah, we'll leave it at that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck it, he's in heat. I no, can as well. can, yeah. Spillage is leakage. Yeah. Uh, yes, I mean, well, well, you put that tongue back in your mouth, David, now. <laughs> <laughs> That's complete fabrication. My tongue has not left the safety of my mouth. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, I, I'm corpsing a lot of this show. This is so bad to me. This is so bad. I'm being so unprofessional, and I do apologise back at home. But anyway, uh, so <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna move on to the big dog before I forget. I'm hosting a show, Alan. Whoa, that's a toughie. Love the shield when you come out. Okay. Out. Uh, so that's now two where it comes through the crowd, kind of. Uh, I've already said that, do I keep saying it, but Edge, Edge is the best at that, the best entrance. Especially yeah. when you go in the ring and he's bloody bouncing ferociously on the ropes. Mm-hmm. That's when you see that he's really getting in his own, he's really in the mood for it. And that's when you kind of, I mean, I don't remember having a, ever seen a poor Edge match. You know, it's, I thought all his matches were always solid. Mm-hmm. And it kind of got him teed up. So I'd probably say they two. Aye. Okay, then. Interesting. Um, so moving on to you now, David. Yep. Uh, so from one solid performer in Edge to another all-time great performer, Eddie Guerrero and his lowrider entrance. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think, again, the time when I started watching, he was sort of the uh, peak of ruthless aggression. He was WWE champion or at the very least uh, upper mid-card. And he always came out with his lowrider entrance when he was uh, a face, obviously. And I think that was the only, well, besides JBL's limo entrance, I think he was the only other sort of car-themed entrance. And he had the high... Yeah. There, there was just a domino, but oh god, it's been Alberto Del Rio. I mean, at the time, Del Rio. At, the, at the time is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was ruthless aggression. Yeah, time. But yeah, and they came out with the hydraulics bouncing and stuff. It just looked so cool. He just captivated the audience with his charisma and his obviously the cheekiness and his hand gestures. And I think it just it really, it was just entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. If I want like to those house lowriders that they were in each town. And See Eddie Guerrero, right? He's probably my favourite wrestler of all time, right? Right. Yeah. And see since he's died, I've never watched an Eddie Guerrero match. Because I just can't bring myself to do it. Yeah. But I always remember the match with Batista. He had it on the tribute show, Batista had it and then the lowrider it and he sat, yeah. sat the belt on it. Because yeah. he was supposed to win the belt the next week. That was iconic. That's yeah. the last thing I've ever seen to do with Eddie Grinnell, because I just can't even the, watch it. And the Raw that week, you know, they had a, a lowrider uh, sort of stacked in the corner just as like a, a, a sign of a tribute. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to how iconic that lowrider was. Nah, definitely, it definitely was. And obviously, like, I'm big on cars, so that I love seeing like different customizations done to the cars, the flames, different colors, and all that. So, and the way he was like kind of looking and using the switches, as he calls it, I love that. No, good, good way spot there, David. Uh, Sam, I'm gonna move on to you now. See, this is this was a really, really tough one for me, yeah. Um, because obviously, you've got their usual walk-ins on just TV and then they've got this like special walk-ins on like the big four pay-per-views mm-hmm. but see the one I always find the most entertaining and I don't know if people are going to kill me but it's No Way Jose ah, where his okay. conga entrance I don't know why it just always gets you so hyped up and yeah. it's just it's so party fun loving and it's always so much fun you kind of want to join the conga Adam line Rose. Yeah, I was gonna say, oh it's yeah like, it's very Adam Rose with Rose Buds copy and paste of Adam Rose essentially does not matter exactly <laughs> Uh, he does it better. That's uh, no way, Jose. Cool <laughs> oh, Don't be such a lemon, Alan. <laughs> God, sorry, I'm just waiting. You're coming out with it. You're about slow. No, like he definitely. Like, no way, Jose is the beat of the music as well. Like I do, mm. you do find yourself. It's kind of like you, you know. You can't when, not dance exactly, to it. Yeah. It's like you know, and I always think of like the scene in the mask when he's dancing with the police officers. <laughs> And you see them slowly get into it, and it's that kind of thing. Where you're just like, no, uh, as much as people will not want to admit it, they, they, 
they yeah. all start like tapping their feet or start moving you around always, you, you kind of have to even if you don't like it you get it's angry so in catchy. the rhythm you get angry in the rhythm you mm-hmm. just go at oh, oh, the bass <laughs> what was that you did sorry oh, I'm not doing that again <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Uh, Dev, I'm going to move on to you. Any ring walk sequence you've got, I've two that go hand in hand, right? Go for it's it. because at the time, mm-hmm. like socially, economically, everything was changing, right? Like, even like on TV at the time, everybody was sick of watching the same shit. They started watching Jerry Springer, they started watching South Park, they started Jackass was coming out, like everything was changing. Yeah. So at the time, for me, when it was a transition for the new generation era into the Attitude era, Nation of Domination and Goldust. Ah, mm. there we go, there we go. Well, uh, the thing, I mean, national domination, I'm going to put my fist up to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I am in the movement, not really. Think about it though, kind of like, that just caught everybody off guard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you had the big group of them, they just came down and they were all... The proper power stance and everything. And then like you also mentioned like Cold Dust with the... Yeah, the Shattered Dreams production. Uh, and, the and it had the weird slow. kind of like 16mm filtered camera and all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And you just came down to the ring like a total sleazeball mm-hmm. and oh it was brilliant man and when he came down with Malina as well oh good times <laughs> it just makes me think I hate wrestling now but I don't <laughs> I, just, I don't hate wrestling you just can't get away with that stuff anymore I, but that's what I mean at the time it was just total boundary pushing man because mm-hmm. everything was changing mm-hmm. no, well I'm, I'm, one, it's hard for me to nail it down but at the moment right if you're going to ask me about ring walk I've got to mention Undisputed Era. Oh, of course. I've, mm-hmm. I've got to mention, because I just love the whole thing. Okay, start started off with the whole UE side up mm-hmm. on the stage. All, uh, all four of them, I'm going to say uh, <coughs> four of them doing it. And then Kyle O'Reilly pulling off the belt and doing the air guitar. The air guitar with the belt. I love that. And then you have the whole boom aspect. <laughs> And then in the ring, Adam Cole. Baby. 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 So are they basically like an indie version of 3MB? <laughs> Don't get Dave started on 3MB, please. That's just yeah. We have a 3MB. No, no, Dave, no, you're not allowed. I'm playing the Drew Powell card, I can't remember it. Uh, I agree with Kyle O'Reilly's air guitar with the, the title. I think that's a very creative use of it. Yeah. What, what would you. Have you what, ever what, seen a love between a man and a title like that? Maybe, <laughs> except. Maybe Pete Dunn. He basically just carries it in his mouth the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ow. That's, your, that's your form of love with the mouth. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> please, please stop, because you're not the one sit beside him. Oh, Val, <laughs> Val Venus pretty much pumped the title every time he was in the ring. <laughs> that's true, actually. I mean, another one I would kind of like to highlight. I mean, see, like as a like some like I love boxing and I go to boxing matches and stuff. And the whole the whole ring walk is what really sets sets up the fight. And to me, nobody has a grander ring walk than Goldberg. Oh, of course. Yeah, right. At the same time, Stone Cold Steve Austin as well. Mm -hmm. The glass shatter box out. You can just see him talking shite all the way yeah. down the ring as if this cunt's getting it. And then when he goes in the ring, he does the four corners. Yeah. I didn't know you apparently when he was going down, he was going, nah, 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 nah. That's all he was doing. He just made it look like he was like, cursing everyone. Yeah. He was going, nah, 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 nah. Is this what you do? Because I think there's a trick when you do that. If you make that la 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 movement with your mouth, you can basically dub anything uh, and it'll make it look like so, you're saying it. So it looks like he's getting really angry, but he's just going, nah, 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 nah. It's what they do with animals as well. Like they stick peanut butter in the top of their mouths and when it makes them 
with that movement. You can just dub everything, anything over it. It looks like they're talking. Yeah. Well, see, even that, like when Stone Cold used to come in the ATV, I love that thing because you know when they come in the vehicle, they always come in slowly or whatever. Mm-hmm. This guy, he, I mean, when he comes in, he looks like he's gonna crash like six or seven <laughs> times. Like each turn, looks like he's gonna overturn it or crash it, but somehow he never does. So you tell me, his shoes are just as good, mate. That's gonna be hundred. That's yeah. that's, that's, that's five hundred dollars as well. Yeah. I mean, it certainly wasn't an ad for for drink driving because it just. <laughs> <laughs> it just looked like this is cool but no and the other the thing up in Goldberg I mean the thing that blew me is I, mean, I think I beg oh, your pardon come Dave god damn oh, it come on David go and turn, turn his microphone off please uh, please uh, microphone free yeah thank you so so like I mean I talk about my love for Pyro I mean this guy literally stood in Pyro in Pyro and and breathed it in like yeah. come on that was pretty badass <laughs> I mean you see what? the steam come out of his nose as well yeah like, how did he never singe his, like, his chest hair that's the reason but I have, I have no idea but uh, think about it I wouldn't even try it uh, luckily I'm not Goldberg's petition so I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah I mean other ones that we can mention Triple H in the water uh-huh. uh, Alberto Del Rio and there's different cars the Ferrari the Lamborghinis the everything Undertaker on the motorbike Undertaker on the mm-hmm. motorbike Jericho in the jackets jackets uh, Shawn Michaels and so on coming from the sky oh my god that was amazing exactly. I watched that the other day actually is there any other Owen Hart, Owen Hart Blue Blazer well yeah, but or maybe Sting. Did, did Sting not used to come down in a harness as well as the crow? Yeah, wasn't his actual entrance? Did that a few times on shows? Right. Did a couple things TNA? Okay. There was a build up to Starcade '97. Build up to start. Uh, that's when he used that special. That special. Ah, uh, okay. They started bamming up Hogan for like a year. Mm-hmm. Alright. I had a good old days. <laughs> Wrestling. <laughs> So, next part of the uh, grand entrance sometimes, um, these are kind of like <coughs> unsung heroes within wrestling uh, sometimes, and it's the ring announcers. Um, now, they can really set up the entrance of like just putting the final piece and the jigsaw for a wrestler. I mean, there's few good wrestl- uh, announcers out there that you can mention. Is there anyone that you all would like to highlight? So, I'll, I'll gonna come to. I'm gonna come to Dev first of Fucking all. Fucking Devari! <laughs> <laughs> what a guy, by the way! <laughs> no, what about like Stephen fucking Muhammad Hassan would just put somebody in a camel clutch and Devari would jump down and just gear straight up Arab pelters. You know what I mean? And just shout in the mic and you're like, this is fucking amazing! <laughs> and the thing is, I'm not even joking. Yeah. That was amazing. See, like, well, I was gutted when it was the other Devari that got signed. Because I like the other one, because he just shouts shit at people. So you see, like, that was an example of using an announcer to kind of build up your gimmick and everything. So, I mean, see what, see what, you like, that really sets it off and everything. Can you remember when fucking, eh, was it Alberto Rodriguez? Mm, uh, Rocky, the Cardo, Ricardo, Ricardo, yeah, Alberto, yeah. 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 Alberto, Shouting shit in the yeah. mic and then doing a standing drop kick. Yeah. <laughs> in the corner of the ring, I think it was Miz or something. And you're just like, what the fuck? That was amazing. You know what's quite sad? I actually know some of the ring announcements in Spanish that he used to do. That's sort of quite Is sad. funny. Not really. All, all essentially, all he's like the basis of what he says is, ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great honor to present to you the man who is the e- e- essence of excellence and the pride of Mexico, Alberto Del Rio. That's, That's all he says. 
That's all. That's <laughs> that makes it sound less exotic now. Exactly. That's all he. That's the basics of that what he's saying. You just ruined that whole mystique there. Sorry. Sorry. That's the base of it. Oh no, sorry. Then, you never said it. <laughs> and then, and then he would add like different. I mean, see what I just said there. I could say in Spanish, they'll sound so much better. Llama y caballero, se agrono no presentales y hombre, esencia excelencia, e agoro en México, ares Alberto del Rio. See, so it sounds a lot different. You're French, you know? I know. You fucking made that up. Llama y caballero, if you're listening at home and you speak Spanish, tweet us in and then say Quacker was not making that up. <laughs> However, if you do hate me, say I know nothing in Spanish at all. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's enough of Spanish quacker. Moving on to Sarah now. So, any um, ring announcers that you kind of like to highlight that maybe what they said or their voice or whatever? It's always got to be Simon Cassidy. Uh, it's always got to be Simon, especially Square Go. Yes. Aaron Echo's <laughs> weapon has now been eliminated. <laughs> eliminated. Highlight of the night. It was brilliant. And see... Um, the ongoing matches with Chris Renfrew and Joe Hendry, obviously, you had Kieran and Leighton as like the winner of this match. Kieran Kelly, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and the ladies and gentlemen were keeping an eye on it. It's, eye Simon eye is eye. unbelievable. Absolutely love him. See, one of my favourite. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. Plus, what? also, one fall that is just trending everywhere. I know. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how much money everyone owes Simon for that. Quite a few. Too me and Simon have got this thing together where me and him just cease and desist every country. <laughs> <laughs> I had never really done it until he kind of smartened me up about it. And I'm just like, I like doing this shit. <laughs> uh, one announcement from Simon I do like is this announcement of Chris Renfrew weighing in at whatever the fuck it says on the scales. <laughs> I, I, really love that. I, I just love that. <laughs> I mean, why give it, why, why, why are you giving up for it? It's whatever the fuck it says on the scales. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's no weight limit in, re- in heavyweight wrestling, so what the fuck does it matter? So, yeah. Anyway, so moving on to David now. If I could just contribute my one favourite Simon entrance, it's uh, Joe Coffey, 110 kilos of pure minerals. That was. Uh, you like that one? I think, I think how he. You only, you only, I, I think that's the only one you quiz. know. Yeah, and you only like that because you got the points of the quiz we've done. So. <laughs> Do you mind one time when, Calf, when Calf came out and got done in? Uh huh. And uh, Simon went to announce the next match and he just went, oh, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> 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 I think it's good if, like, if an announcer can be obviously be very professional, but also be very sort of quirky and uh, very quick-witted about these sorts of things, like off the cuff. Like, I, you don't get that with sort of like WWE and some of the other promotions as well. Like, I, I really wish they just let the announcers or be a bit more creative with it. But one, not who specifically had the role of ring announcer, but one who definitely announced their own entrances quite a lot was Mr. Kennedy. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anderson. Uh, Anderson, yeah. Mr. Kennedy Anderson, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, his... <coughs> he basically just played down the ring announcer. I think it was... Well, it was first Tony Chimble, I think. He mainly sort of got a... Uh, got a hammering on but then uh, mm-hmm. he just sort of brings... It's not just like a standard microphone either. He actually brings down this uh, sort of um, the, the handheld the re- mic, the yeah. retro one, the retro mm. ring mic, yeah, and he goes full, full the pillars. one the country kill switch and gay jerseys, yeah, that that <laughs> one, and he's like, 
Ladies and gentlemen, I went in tonight at 245 pounds. I hail from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Right. Okay, that's plain in there. <laughs> Can we turn down this mic? He's been practicing that all day. He makes a theatric about it, and I think that's right. what really made them. Okay, I'll let you do the Mr. Kennedy because I know you may go home upset, so go for it. Go, Mr. <laughs> Okay, that's pointy. Now, <laughs> moving, on to, moving on to Alan. Kennedy! Damn it! Oh, yes. Got it. Oh, Got him. Thanks, man. Um, I know everyone could probably sit here talking about uh, Cassidy on it, but I'm going to go old school. Okay. Howard Finkel. Uh-huh. That's when you knew something was going down in a main event was a main event. Mm-hmm. Howard Finkel, is, to me, is the voice of wrestling when it comes to the, you know, the announcers. Everybody else is just employed. Exactly. <laughs> you just, you're just like, oh, that's that's his pleb. Oh, that's a shame. You know, it just, there's nobody. And then when he comes back, you're just like, get in there, Howard, get in there. You know, there's just nobody who's came in with that presence and that voice. I think the closest thing I've ever heard to any wrestling anywhere is probably Cassidy. Aye. Even backstage as well, Nick Hunt comes close to Gene Okerlund. Nick, Nady. What a voice. Nady. What a voice. Mm-hmm. He's one of these guys, he's, he's, you can just sit there and listen to him. And he could literally talk about what he did in the toilet. You'd just be sitting there going, fascinating. I can like, I cannot wait to watch that match. Exactly. Yeah, it's just like these. some of these people, like, at the peak of their career, they have their that iconic voice. And just over time, they just never lose it. Like, Gene Okerlund's one of those people. Some game show hosts have it as well. Like, uh, the guy that, uh, Bob, who, who hosted the Newlywed game, he's still got that iconic voice from the 60s as well. I mean, I think... If that voice lasts, that's the country time, Happy Gilmore in it. Uh, no, not Bob Barker. The Bob uh, Bob Eubanks. That's who his name is. Yeah, he he did the newlywed game in like the sixties and right. stuff. He still has his voice from back then. Dave, you're the same age as me. <laughs> See the thing about Gene Okerlund as well, by the way. Is, I do is watch Challenge only, TV as well. Weirdo. Gene Okerlund's the only uh, backstage interviewer that has ever argued with whoever he's interviewing. <laughs> I think that was another wee intricacy that he'd done, you know what yeah. I mean? He would argue with him <sighs> and tell him he was ashamed of him and all that. small as well, but he was still just... Ah, you know, he just has wee old man, he's amazing. Yeah. It's when, it's when, was it when the, the screen fell from behind him? And he went, like, FUCK IT! <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I've watched it, I've no finished watching it, but the one day I'm documenting and you sit and listen to him, and you, you just can't help but get engrossed in what he's saying. Huh? And then t- 10 seconds like, we Hulk Hogan, you're like, shut up, get back to Gene. You know, it's just the way it is. Oh, Alan, seeing as you're a fan of Edge as well, I'm surprised you've not mentioned Tony Chimmel's announcement of Edge. The rated R. I was going to say that, Dave. Okay, I'll let you do it. Dave, you ruined everything. I was trying to. You were told before you came in here not to micro host. Shush. I I, I tried not to make everything I said about Edge because I just thought about his music, his themes, I just loved everything about it. See, I didn't want to see him. See, you're you're going to see him. We'll talk. We'll see. (laughs) But it's. I just didn't want to be having a talk to his edge because I just loved everything about that entry. Like anytime I played the WWE games, my music was metalingus. I just loved it, and I didn't want everything I said to be about edge. So that's why I t- deliberately did not pick that. Bad Dave. Dave. Bad Dave. Seeing as you mentioned it, are you going to do rated R soon? Now you do it. No, you do it. No, you're starting. I've got a deep voice. Okay. Uh, I, can, I can hit you in the not good region if it helps you. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. The rated R super star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it when Stevie's, um, Stevie's in the EPC. Oh, yeah. I love There's that. only one Stevie, well said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Stevie's 
even I get that once a step of the main host re, re, um, role and be the producer, you won't be the EP. But no, you're, be- you're better being bossy than I. I yeah, but you turn off this mic. So it's hard, <laughs> I, I do it and I. Cope you turn it down. It's like I made yeah. you text me. You go, how's the sound of it? Turn Dave down. I'll turn Dave down. <laughs> uh, so, um, I mean, other ones that you can mention. I mean, there are people that obviously <laughs> we did mention uh, Mr. Kennedy. You obviously got like Road Dog uh, who hypes himself. Mm-hmm. You've got R Truth that kind of raps. Mm-hmm. You into... got Paul Heyman as well. Exactly. Oh. Paul Ladies Heyman. and gentlemen, you're raining, defending. Oh no, I'm, I can't. Good loving champion. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> So yeah, you do have quite a few, and I swear to you, legit, that was the Spanish announcement for Alberto. I know, I believe you. <laughs> no, he does anyway. Just in case, I'm probably gonna get a lot of complaints from our Spanish listeners. So anyway, uh, we're now gonna move on to our final section of t- uh, today's discussion, and it's gonna be special entrances. Now, uh, when I say a special entrance, it could be an entrance that you've seen at a particular event, and. Um, Something like maybe they were walking into a big match or maybe they did have that extra something special for that big event. So I'm going to go around the panel and I'm going to go up to you, Div. Outside of Scottish wrestling, who would you say, what special entrance would you like to highlight to us that sticks out in your head? Anytime Walter comes out. Yeah. Aye. Him and that guy, which is named Timothy Thatcher. Okay. And they do that ring cam thing where they come out with like the old SS jackets on another and they come out to that symphony <coughs> that I've just made better. But he's okay, that's it. Uh, that, for me, don't know, that's that because my attention span is really short. Uh, aye, that's it. Aye, so, well, we will get to experience that live in Glasgow at Shock's House Party. No, he's one. Remember, they've replaced all the tunes. Oh, yeah. Aww. There we go. So sad. So sad. Oh, uh, well, well. We sh- I'm sure there's some that Oh, there's too. other con- uh, other promotions using it. Other ones. Save yourself. Other c- c- companies. Other c- c- companies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I see so many uh, entrances and I do so much to do. I've got so much to do with the entrances. I'm just like, usually I'm kind of not numbed by them, but mm-hmm. I'm just conditioned to like go, oh, that's what I do. But then when I see one and I go, oh, here, fuck's sake. That's amazing. I've done that with Walters, you know, watch us. It's just, it does almost nothing and it looks amazing. Yeah. No, we'll drop on YouTube and we'll, we can, we can relive it. Um, uh, we maybe tweet out, uh, we link to one that we found with your music in the background, yeah? Uh, so, Sarah, anyone outside um, Scottish wrestling that you would like to highlight? Anytime Shinsuke Nakamura had the violinist. Ah, so Every single time. Dave, Dave Lee England, I believe, isn't it? Maybe. I'm not too sure. I think it's just Lee England, yeah. When they go to the guitarist pub as well. That, oh, that was yeah. that, 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 guitarist, pish. yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you built us up! So it was Alice. Just to break his name. It was Alice, Lee, uh, it was Alice Cooper's uh, guitarist. I don't know what her name uh, was. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember she was kind of. Nina Strauss. Nina Strauss. I remember, I remember Stevie um, correcting me that. What a guitarist, can I just get? What a guitarist. Aye. Good guitarist needs to tune their fucking strings, but. That's, that's true. <laughs> Oh dear. I know, anytime Shinsuke had a violinist with him. But, yeah. you know, initially, she looked like she was about to lose control of the guitar quite a few times. I'm like, just stand still and play, love. <laughs> just turn around. <laughs> oh, that's that's off air, mate, off air. <laughs> oh no, I just wanted to see the wireless pack on it. 
course you did. Of course you did. Good save. We dominate the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now, um, moving on to David, what would be your one outside of Scottish wrestling? Well, there's actually t- there's actually two actually, but they both have a recur of a common theme, mm-hmm. and that is a tank. So okay. I think the first time I've seen a tank entrance was DX at SummerSlam 2009, mm-hmm. but I think the only one that could top that was Rusev at WrestleMania 31. That was an entrance worthy of the WrestleMania main event. Dave's finally made I a friend. Agree. I agree. Never name, mind. Name me a better entrance yeah. than that tank entrance like, since that tank entrance. Mm-hmm. Like, never mind it was for the United States Championship in the mid-card. That kind of entrance is main event worthy. Like, could, they couldn't come out in a tank? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> come out in a tank and the whole... The army folk waving the flags and then, then a marching band out. It was sheer brilliance. Have any of you noticed what he's been doing in the ring recently? Like, you know how he always goes on about how amazing Bloodsport is? And it is. Like, he's, ever, he's, he's obviously seen Bloodsport. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you know how the, 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 the gift file with the bad country Bloodsport gone like that? And it looks like him and Van Damme are playing in a band? Mm, never fucking mind you. <laughs> <laughs> watch Bloodsport. I want to know now. So you know. Watch Bloodsport. Tell, watch 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 tell us. I want to know. We want right, to see Bolo Young, the bad guy in Bloodsport. Right. Like, he, he fucking fucks somebody up, right? And he starts doing that. Fucking ah. Mm-hmm. That's from Bloodsport, and that's what Bruce does in the ring there. Oh. Oh yeah, so he does. Oh, Dave finally Dave, gets it. Because Dave knows all about it. <laughs> Dave knows. This is when it's on that motion. That kind of. It, yeah, it reminded me. David, David loves... Does don't, love don't, don't. <laughs> he loves skiing. And <laughs> 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 so... <laughs> I've even lost my train of thought there. Right, so we're going to come to the big dog. Um, any ones outside the, uh, Scottish wrestling you would like to highlight? Oh, um, I'm trying to think of one other edge. Um, Christian? Well, I always loved Edge's last WrestleMania, WrestleMania 27, and it was a very poor WrestleMania, but it just felt special. Obviously, knowing two days later he was going to like his title retire, but it just had a different feel. And then the fact that, you know, he kind of took the mic out of the car on the way down, and then really took the mic out of the car on the way back as well, after he won. Um, yeah, that was a pretty solid one. Yeah. No, um, another great solid one. I mean, well, before I came out here, um, whilst Dev is dropping away to his own music. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so good in these earphones. What would be really awkward is if he missed, I'm watching playing the eardrums, if he mistimed that, that would have been the, the best bit. Uh, I don't, I don't he think will it, never mistime that. He will never mistime. Let's be honest, let's be real. Um, now, before I came out to uh, host, I actually put out a few Facebook and Twitter posts just asking for your grand entrance. Not only I make the joke of how we were inundated with no messages, but actually we were inundated with loads of messages. So I'm just going to start off with, okay, so Ryan Flynn, he says Rusev at the tank. Uh, Ryan Brownwell says HBK at WrestleMania 12. Uh, Rachel McGorty says I like Seth's WrestleMania 33 entrance. Um, Marek Rentz says Undertaker's, I put an in inverted commas, zombie orgy entrance at Mania 29, so there you go, eh? I just remembered one as well, Triple H and Steph a couple of years ago. Oh, the motorbike. Like no, the Ghostbusters the one. Ghostbusters one. She, she was like fucking Zool. Oh. Remember? I was, I was thinking, oh. I couldn't remember what WrestleMania it was. Aye, when she's up there, kid, and she's fucking Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's had that many great entrances, hasn't he? That is amazing. Mm-hmm. And Triple H, yeah. Well, he's probably has got the, probably the, one of the greatest songs ever written for music. <laughs> so, I've got more here. Uh, Gary Noble, he says, Triple H, every WrestleMania, seriously, those thing at Triple H both had the sweet <coughs> entrances for WrestleMania 31. Was that the one where uh, Triple H had the... Terminator, yeah. Yeah, and he had those two things, that, and it looks like, um, I remember seeing the meme saying that when you carry all the bags from your car to the house in one go, <laughs> this is the imposing. It's pretty cool. Um, and he says, considering the significance of the match, uh, Revolt Trot says uh, when Legion of Doom returned with Sunny, um, David Coleman was Summer Slam '96. Yeah, well remembered. <laughs> uh, Dave Coleman says Tank Rusev as well. Um, Ryan Wood he said all entrances at Wrestle Kingdom Eight at the New Japan when I pushed them for one specifically because I mean like that. He came out with the, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's and it was an epic entrance. I mean, David had pole dancers and stuff like that in a classy way, I must add. Put that tongue back in your mouth, David. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, another one, Daniel Griffin says, Sean Michaels and Undertaker at WrestleMania 25. It was just a whole heaven and hell thing about it would made it fantastic. Cat uh, Campbell says, Finn Balor's Demon Jack the Ripper entrance. Oh, I love that one from TakeOver. Yeah, yeah, I love that is. one. Um, Daniel Richards says Bobby Roode's NXT debut a match when he came down the left on, uh, on the left he always has great entrances with the spinning yeah. the like, he needs to turn heel again that glorious yeah. thing does not work unless he's a heel I think the only other one to just add to the Finn Balor one the Jack the Ripper was really good but I also really liked uh, Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre where he uh, literally carries comes out with the chainsaw right uh, that was yeah. pretty sick I thought all his makeup sorry to be that guy but I thought all his costumes and makeup was better before he was in there yeah. Oh, yeah. See all the stuff you can remember they done Freddy and all that and ICW. Yeah. And stuff Japan. I'm like, When it was pro- like Prince Devitt, can I? Yeah, no, I spawn with that. Um, John Dinsdale goes with Terminator Kenny Omega, Wrestle uh, Kingdom 11. Um, Ryan Gallagher, uh, so now we're moving on to panelists on the Eat Sleep Suplex retweet. Ryan Gallagher, who's also a member of the NXT Dream Team. Dream Team. Um, he says Triple H at Mania 30. Uh, David Campbell and um, the budget version of DCT uh, <laughs> are past battles. He says Sasha Banks at TakeOver Brooklyn, he was recalling. Uh, Jamie Mason says um, it wasn't really sp- uh, this one, she says it wasn't really special, but Charlotte at Mania 30, uh, 34, that mm. just happened there. Jamie's <laughs> uh, cool. I'm Jamie. uh, you know, Jamie. Uh, she says, I don't really like her character, but even I was moved when she was walking down the ramp. It felt special, plus just any time Taker's music hits, she also likes. Um, and our regular listener, Stuart Manning, he says the first one, uh, Stone Cold at WrestleMania 13 with the glass, I mean, it was straight out cool. The guy walks through glass, shaking his head, calling everyone this and that. Just thought it was, uh, the whole thing was cool as anything. And then the other one he highlighted was to his um, Heart Foundation at Ca- Canadian Stampede. Evie never heard anything so loud as a kid. The place went bananas, and so they should. Um, the Heart Foundation were pure he- Canadian heroes at the time. So quite a lot there. Um, oh, for me, what would I? One one I would like to mention: Undertaker WrestleMania Twenty One. Just the whole thing of the platform moving. I I crap myself seeing that. <laughs> like honestly, for real. 
that was proper, proper scary. You know, I just remembered, by the way, it wasn't SummerSlam 96, it oh. was WrestleMania 14. I just, just in case anybody goes, he was fucking rang. <laughs> um, usually we have somebody in the studio that does that. Do it even. <laughs> I think he's too scared to. And then, and then messes up his own quiz that he writes. Anyway. Uniondale. <laughs> yeah, Uniondale's not in Union Dale's not even there. consolation, I was able to establish the Nathan Fisher award as a result. That does not matter. matter. Nathan Fisher established his own award. <laughs> <laughs> so, love you, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. <laughs> so, moving <coughs> closer to home, we've now taken a pla- uh, our plane around the world and we're coming back to Scotland. Hey! Yay. So, going to go around the panel and then just ask, what is your favourite entrances, um, special entrances that you've seen at Scottish promotions? So, Dev, I'm going to start off with you, first of all. Fuck. <laughs> we can come back to you if you want to yeah. read In recent memory, Josh Justice Jack. Yes! <laughs> Did you like the chin? Justice Warriors! Did you like the chin? Yes. Yes. Um, well, color. we do have somebody who cannot tolerate him at all. <laughs> He's and yet in our group chat, he is known as Just Justice. Yes, we have the white cowboy hats at the ready for Shugs as well. Because yeah. in the fight club, Tatum, when he was going back up the stairs, he nearly took a header tripping up because he was turning and about six seconds later I'm not going to name who it is Ross <laughs> decided he was going for a drink and then did the exact same thing off the chairs oh that was down. incredible so I started this Jackie chant and and he was like shut up you shut up you and then Stacey went just justice and that was that that was like stuck he is now just justice he actually removed me and Stacey from the group chat for that it was me I did you back I know in. good no, guy no, Alan no, no because I actually sang him out as well but see with that, that SECC one feeling all of Nathan Drew yeah. walked out and it was pretty much like as you say it's like the Randy Orton kind of like it was just like <laughs> I love the air quotes it was all like Pyro, mm-hmm. I can't even remember I shot myself though. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just there, man. I was there. <laughs> that stands out. I don't want to start stealing everybody's answers or shit, but they two and Renfrew's fucking Silent Hill one. Oh, Silent Hill one. That's a lot but, of ones that but people I think say. One that's made everybody go, holy shit, was the Jackie Polo one recently. It was. It was. That was Nobody expected that. that. Brilliant. I told no one I was working in that song. No one. No one knew. I kept. I kept that. Fucking. I can vouch for that. I know someone who was just as surprised who was sitting in gorilla position and he texts me and he's just like, I had no idea that that was even happened until I seen him come up the steps so, dressed like that. Like, so <laughs> seeing that say like how many people knew beforehand of that whole thing? Me jacking one other person. Oh really? Right. Wow. That's, that's that's amazing. Like see when that happened, don't people say, Oh my jaw hit jaw hit the deck and that. I, it's the first time I, I genuinely remember my jaw actually hitting my chest. I was like, I know. Ah. It was amazing. I remember just hearing it and I was just like, this is amazing. I've like, still got my video of it as well. And you can just hear like the reaction of my pals around yeah. me just going, this is amazing. What? What we is were, this? We were right to the ramp and I could see right into like the technical area. And so that's like you just seen the white tip of the shoe. You were like, what's going on? So, I'm going to move on to you now, Sarah. I've got so many from the Scottish wrestling scene. Okay, two. Two? two. Right, okay. Um, I'd have to say Joe Hendry's Hendry ball. Okay. When he came into like Wrecking Ball, and obviously he came around in the little, like the big inflatable ball, mm-hmm. and you wanted to see if he'd actually fall over or not, but he made it. I love that. Yeah. And Noam Dar's one night only return at Shug last year. Yeah. And obviously he started out with his WWE music and out came the Arctic Monkeys and then out came the greatest music ever. So right, love it. It was amazing. 
I love that. That was a, it was a great one. It was great to see both aspects of it, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, David, do you have a favourite one of Scottish wrestling? Well, Sarah's basically said it already. Yes! You were, you were actually there, I forgot. I know, yeah, he I was, was actually at a show. I saw, Noam, show? I saw Noam's Arctic Monkeys one night only entrance at Shugs last year. And, but the only one I could really other say is probably, again, Joe Hendry, because he's so creative with his entrance uh, videos. Uh, the Pokemon parody against Mr. Anderson. Yeah. I think that was probably my favourite. <laughs> and now on to Alan. Alan, have I, you got anyone? I've you got two. Sorry. Yeah, he's like Edge. <laughs> no, not Edge. <laughs> um, so I'd say um, BT Gun at Baramania this year when he came out mm-hmm. with the mask. You sat there and looked at him, and he's not, he's not as big as me, right? But I sat there and looked at him and went, oh crap. And I thought, <laughs> he, he looks like he could take everyone. He looked, he looked like a bomb. But the other one, Joe Coffey, Fear and Loving Nine. There was not a person sitting. I was thinking, you were sitting, and I was far from you. Everyone was up, and everyone was doing the Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that guy can do no wrong right now. And it was epic, what a way. What well, we finish the show as well? I mean, there was sort of two musics that were co- composed by yourself, wasn't it? Brotman's. Um, BT Gun. Yep. And Joe's music for Fear of the Nine. Was yep. that also you? There you go. You're, You're the man. And Jackie Povos. And Jackie Povos. Just, just. And now, for me, right, I'm not, I'm not saying this just because the guy's here. Um, last year, I was at BCW event in Kilmarnock. And uh, BT Gun was coming out with some pyro. <laughs> I shot myself in <laughs> Did you actually see it? Yeah. I thought I went, fuck! I was, <laughs> I was at the balcony. I was looking right down. Uh, it was an event where Scott Hall was there, Marty Scurrell was there. So it was the first time I saw Marty Scurrell live. Whoop. And actually inspired me to learn how to play Marty Scurrell's theme on the I've piano. I still got that video. Still got that video. And Marty did like it as well. Uh, well, Marty. That's cool, isn't it? Mm, uh, it really is. Uh, it's very good. Lashes is better. But anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll send it so you guys can put it on the the, the Twitter yeah. page. Well, no, Marty, like Marty's a good cut. Marty, if you're coming to Edinburgh, when you're coming to Edinburgh, you need a special entrance. You need a. i be careful how I say this. A pianist to play. Come on, Marty. Uh, come find Clarky. <laughs> that was a good show. That, that, that was a good. It show. was a good show. I don't know if you can go back and watch it because I get filmed in it and it's up somewhere. I don't, somebody fucking filmed it. Mm-hmm. Right? If you might watch it, I say to Joe and all that, I say, I'm going to come to the dish ring and I'm going to make his fucking laugh. I'm going to make his great character. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, see, when you see me walk right up to the ring, Stevie's in the background, pure over the top, going, Boom! <laughs> and then fucking joke him right up to the ring and he leaned right on. I can't remember what he fucking said to me, but uh, whatever it was, I forgot the words and I just kind of went, Shut up, bitch, and turned away to try to remember where I was. And then the next yeah. time I was like, You bastards got me. I was trying to do that to you. And they were like, No. <laughs> no, like, there was there was something about BT Gun, like, um, see, like, the, the thing with Scottish, like, for me personally, See when with Scottish wrestling, you can tell when something's big's happened because you can tell like the way they carry themselves. Like see, like last year, the way BT Gun was wrestling. Like I've I've seen BT wrestle for years. It just carried to me like he was more and more enjoying what he was doing. And at BCW, it was after when he won the like the 
CWG and the World Heavyweight Championship at ICW and there was just something grand about the fact that he was coming out you were singing him in you shot yourself as well but I won't really don't talk about that <laughs> uh, there was a bit of pyro that, that made you crap yourself it's cause we hear this shh I was like yeah. bastard <laughs> so these people don't brief you on this no <laughs> no I, maybe they tell me I just kind of remember you can't remember uh, you're just worrying about getting the words in or the time and everything no man I just I don't know, maybe I just did that. In fact, no, do you know what? Never fucking tell me. <laughs> they never tell you. No. The swines. I was trying to come up with a reason there, and I was like, no, they never fucking tell me. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's 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 one big entrance. But see what you're saying as well, like, see, because we don't get to date that often, I love singing this <coughs> as well, because it doesn't happen often anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when it does, it feels special. I think I've done it with Jester as well, at the Jack Swagger one. That's right, I did actually. Because we told Jack Swagger we were going to, I was going to walk out and instead of singing Crank, I was just going to sing that fucking tune here in WWE. But then he was like, no, do it. And then I was like, what can I do now? Because you just said do it. So I'm not doing it. Yeah, I... Ah, it's a simple thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, now, when I was saying that we were inundated with messages, like, we got so much on Scottish wrestling. Uh, absolutely fantastic response. Uh, Daniel Walden says, A few come to mind, although not special, but he would like to highlight Grado at Fear Moving 8. It was incredible. Uh, Marco Piva, um, he says, Wolfgang on the bike with two masked henchmen at Fear Moving 9. That was great. It mm-hmm. was great. And then some, some stupid person throws a scarf at Wolfgang. I mean, c- come on. Um, and then Renfrew's Silent Hill entrance. Uh, the Sumerian Death Squad being uh, sung in while carrying a body bag. I was going to see the body bag one. Yeah, carrying Mikey Whiplash, of course. Um, Callum Bruce said, Eddie Joe Hendry one. And again, because I'm mean, I had to push him for one. And he said, Fender Boys versus Jack Jester. <laughs> and actually seeing Jack corpsing, because <laughs> it was hilarious. I watched that back the other day, yeah. actually. I, I, it's amazing. It's hilarious. Jack Jester's in my room. Anyway. He can't even keep it together. He's just like, come on, I'm going to join in with this. <laughs> uh, Marco Piva went further, went talking about uh, Joe Hendry. He said, I would pick Andrew on I'm Blue. Andrew, dabadi, dabadi. Um, and then also the tag match against Black Label, the unforgettable Lionheart is a fatty, where you actually see, <laughs> you actually see Lionheart have to hide behind the apron because I'm sure he's laughing. And um, now during that conversation, good old Stone Cold Bobby Roberts interjected like cough, cough. And Marco replied to him, any Joe Hendry's entrance except from those featuring Bobby Roberts? Boo. You know, the line is actually there. It's there. It's there. It's there. <laughs> it's there. Now, let's not forget the greatest entrance in ICW ever, fucking Cav. Yeah, of well, course. I'm coming, I'm coming to that. I'm coming to that. I'm so over the top, man. Yeah. So <laughs> You're allowed to be. It's okay. fucking dragons and fire. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I would come to look, see you like on the note of Bobby Roberts, like he was obviously involved in like Joe Hendry's uh, feel it in the air tonight. He was the gorilla drumming. Was uh, he? That was him. Alright. That was him. Uh, also there was the whole thing of um, uh, uh, Hendry every day when he did the next episode and Wolfie, Wolfgang Rowling when Joe Hendry customised his bike and it, had, it turned out to be a little girly wee bike and stuff. That was all Stone Cold Bobby Roberts there. Um, 
So, uh, more uh, coming in. So, Louise Weston says Triple H turning up at ICW Fight Club taping in Cardiff. It did get a huge pop. And then Katie Forbes entrance at ICW France 98, which remains my favourite ICW event. Uh, Mark Rant says Hendry Bomb. That was from Logan 8. Uh, David Ballantyne says any Paul London entrance. Uh, Legend has uh, has it. He still wanders around Glasgow to this day. Uh, Adam Rag says Lionheart is a fanny, one of Hendry's best. And um, David Fleming says Noam Dar's returned to ICW at Shugs last year, so he agrees. Brett Lowry says James Storm, after watching him years as part of Beer Money Incorporated and seeing him live and in person was well worth it the wait. So obviously seeing him at the Square Goal earlier this year. And who is returning to Shugs this year? Uh, Ian Austin also mentions Jack Jester's in a room and mentioned ja- uh, Jester Corpson. Um, and also I agree was, um, I'm going to say him because he's in the band that I play in, uh, Gordy also agrees that Lionheart um, having to bite himself to stop Corson. Uh, Ian Milne says the Johemian Rhapsody. Uh, that was that was an amazing one. That was quite funny. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, a better than Fandango. Chris Horrock says, uh, "Is there this parody by Joe Hendry on Shah? W- uh, would you like to, Would you like to buy some meat?" I'll, I should stop singing. Uh, Phil Gerard says, "Renfrew coming out with the Silent Hill nurses, or also SDS bringing back Nike and How Do I Live Without Sabu?" There's a theme: Joe Hendry, Joe Hendry, Joe Hendry. <laughs> ben Michael Waller says Grado Berg's entrance and pretty much every Joe Hendry um, entrance so um, when I pushed him for one Joe Hendry entrance he said the Hendry ball uh, Jason Small says Kicking Party's entrance at Fear and Woven 10 was a cracker I guess you were behind that one obviously uh, when they were trying to get to keep themselves together and then Jack, I think was, or Sha was in the toilet. Yeah, Sha. Uh, and they were trying to get themselves to their place and they kept them going the wrong way and stuff like that. <laughs> and then their music hits and then they do that. Yeah, that was sexy watch one. So, watch so. <laughs> and Charlie Banks uh, hits with BTs at the Hydro last year. And Nathan Fisher, and Nathan Fisher always finishes in second place. Then. They're proverbial second and place. We've actually got an award here at Suplex Retweet called the Nathan Fisher Award. So we have our main championship who's held by Stacey Smith at the moment. And, but we have we always have an award at second place because Nathan always finishes second. <laughs> he always gets cheated out of it. I was trying to avoid that. I don't know about that one, but <laughs> but any quiz, he always he always comes to second place or by gets one cheated point, out of it by one point. Dave always at all. Damn Dave! And it, it turned out like I knew Nathan a year before we started podcasting together, right. and it was because I beat him in a wrestling pub quiz by one point. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was see when he first saw me, he was like, "Are you shooting the the box?" Actually, did a quiz. We we may do. I mean, you should do. I'm looking forward to winning it. Yeah. You should do it as well. <laughs> yeah, you're looking forward to winning it. Oh. We'll see about that. Now, when is it? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Sounds like fighting talk. When is it? Find it yourself. Aye, it's well, on <laughs> Facebook. Fighting well, talk. You should prepare to tell us what it is. A fear. Well, in our team, right? We've got me, Cav. Right. Uh, Jamie Wilson, the this bad guy. Yeah, bad guy. Uh, my bud. 
um, some, uh, my other mate Jimmy that's in Man Must Die, but, but the thing is, see my bird, she knows more than all four of us combined in that team. Because <laughs> me and her grew up watching wrestling together. Alright. And she's the one that's done the WrestleMania 9 tape, but that's another story. It's a big sister, her Halloween Havoc 93 tape. Uh, bye. So we've got to win these and just need to accept it. Okay, well, this is the challenge laid down. It's now Suplex Retweet versus Bad Guy Brand and the Fan Damage. See if we win it, I get the belt. No. The Suplex Retweet belt. I don't know how oh, Stacey will no. feel about yeah, that. I know. I know. How, about loser, how about loser buys around? That seems fair. Come on. You know, you're already sitting there He's going, tempted. Yeah. He's tempted. Loser buys around. Go for it. Do it. Yes! Yeah, there you go. Get your, don't forget your bank card. Don't upset yeah, Stacey. It took her long enough to become champion. Don't take it off of Stacey just yet. I do yet. think Stacey will kill just you. Just <laughs> Guys, guys, I plan on having champagne. I don't know about you all. <laughs> French martinis all around. Welcome to the south side, Paco. So yeah, Nathan Fisher, he said Noah Dars Shuck's uh, entrance and the fact that he came out to the WWE feed and then straight into Clash City Riots. And then he also said a special mention to Fergal Devon's surprise entrance as still smoking when he won the Zero G title. And now Dave Rogers Fowler says Cav when he took on Easton Reese on the Easton Reese Alpha Challenge. <laughs> now, Jerry Anderson saying Joe Coffey when he was playing the Iron Man theme on the guitar. Feeling on seven. Yeah. Same night I broke my ass. Oh. <laughs> I love when you talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Reed says Gradleberg um, and the back to Stuart Maddy who says um, he loved Gradle at Fear Loathing uh, at the SECC he loved the passion and that everyone showed uh, showed towards such an underdog but every single one believed him as epic he did say uh, to be honest I'm not a fan of extravagant entrances I like a simple pure passion reaction and maybe something that looks a lot of badass I like that stuff thanks for asking no problem sure in fact I can't even believe Nindy's mentioned Bra- Bram fucking up that band wedding that was amazing <laughs> That's so Is that just me? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so um, when you, Martina, Dave, Dave said, I didn't quite know what to make of that actually when it was no, happening. I'm not, I'm not talking about when he was punching his gun in. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about just when his music hit and everybody went, yes! There we go! And then it got yes. a bit awkward. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, unfortunately, that was one of those ICW moments that actually uh, I was witness to. Yeah, I was thinking. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Dave. I was, I was just thinking, okay, this is happening. Dave does not come to really ICW you shows. Watch, like, I don't know, Triple H, Mary, Stephanie, which is blatantly just date rape. Oh God. What do you, Katie Vick? Right. Okay, moving, moving on. Thank you all so much for your replies on that. And now- I nearly said you're welcome until we say the end of that. We've lost the show, we've lost the show. We are so professional lost over here. Show. Don't get him back. Lost the show? When did we have it? <laughs> but utter chaos the whole night, guys. Before the main no. Utter chaos and not like sanity chaos. This no. is just not chaos. Uh, so now, final thing to go around the panel. Um, all things considered, thinking consistently, who would you say is your favourite entrance consistently? And I'm going to come to the big dog first, Alan. I know I've mentioned so many times. No, actually, no. 
I'm not going to see Edge. What? The great one. Breaking news, breaking news. The great one, The Rock. Never. When do you. I think I've. Up till I've seen one bad entrance, WrestleMania 33, when he came out with a flame floor. Lit up his name, you're like. WrestleMania 32. Was it 32, sorry. And you're like, really, what's the point, mate? What are you doing? What's going on? Yeah, I didn't like that one. That was the only time I can honestly say I watched these entrances and went. Nah. It didn't even look like half his name actually went on fire. It really didn't. It was just like, what are you doing? As somebody that now misses Pyro, I will take that any day. In fact, see, to be honest, I will take somebody holding a light on a can of deodorant right now. <laughs> like, that's how I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Do that for Kane's entrance. Yeah, just just someone just someone at the front. In fact, it could be that annoying Brock Lesnar guy just hold a can of lights and a lighter and just light it and so I don't know. It's um, meeting call being there. Not again, not, we're nearly done, we're nearly done. Come on, guys. David, hold it down, David. Yeah. Uh, best consistent entrance, Undertaker. Okay. Because, you know, it's evolved over time. It adds little, little wee sort of nuances to make it that little extra special for the big pay-per-views. You know, he comes out with the Druids holding the torches. Yeah. He comes floating down to the ring. He has the WrestleMania 29 zombie orgy, as you put it. And... <laughs> I don't put it. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it's just the general... And he, sometimes he has pyro, sometimes he has lightning. I think it... it it's kind of the same thing, but it has little differences to it almost every time. Because every and time I, they had an extra 10 minutes on there. <laughs> <laughs> For every year he ages, his minute lasts about another he minute. He actually started walking before the show started. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, no, most consistent entrance that always, I mean, I just stay silent for it every time I see it. It's Undertaker. It's only time you get peace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, wait, I'm joking. Say Sarah, bring us back in. My ultimate, like, entrance and that's consistent is Chris Jericho. That was my one. Of all time, I'm so sorry, but when oh, obviously, when you, when you had obviously the, the Y2J and all, the, all that, and then he, he, he brings it forward, and then obviously he brings in the light up jacket. He brings in the light-up scarf and then the big massive list of Jericho. See, what would you say was your favourite Jericho circuit? Like, what year would you say is your favourite? Oh, I don't have, no, no, I don't have a favourite. You don't have your favourite? No. no, all of it's my favourite. Oh, I can't like, pick. I'll never pick. You I, can never make me. I like the early noughties one when they had, like, the ball that was going down the tube and that futuristic sound and everything. Mm. I quite like I quite like that. But mind you, I do like the whole jacket sequence. I love the jacket. The jacket sequence. Love the jacket and the scarf maybe, and the list. Maybe if we can... That giant list. Maybe if we can mesh, like, the futuristic and the jacket and get them together. I don't know greatest of all time Ooh. if you're listening which you're probably not but if you are listening please do it <laughs> I, can, I want it I can try he's t- retweeted me and tweeted me before we can try tweet him hit him up let him know let him know Chris that. yes go yo Chris yo Chris yo homie <laughs> Dev you're your favourite like your favourite wrestler consistently go for it entrance entrance I mean all the suggestions are great but as soon as you hear that glass shower of course uh, mm-hmm. That was my pick. It was between Stone Cold or Chris Jericho. Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's... Anytime you hear it, you go, here we fucking go. It's about to start. Yeah. It's, it's just the fact that, like, you see one of my favourite bits from the Stone Cold, like, the whole time he's talking crap to you and everything, right? And 
you should be annoyed, but somehow they always let him do the four corners with the lifting the hands up or the flipping the middle finger. They always allow that bit to happen, and I, I just love like the ATV. I mean, uh, well, sorry, I'm not from America. Quad bike, whenever it comes to <laughs> uh, the quad bike and stuff like that, that I get to get you in that sense. Oh, there's so many. But yeah, Chris, I was gonna say Chris Jericho. So, so sorry. High five. Yes. There we go. This is why we were on the dream team together. Exactly, exactly. So, um, Sarah, quickly, you had two extra music that you liked to mention. Oh, crap. Quickly, quickly, before we Marty's start. Girl. Marty's Girl, good. Marty's Girl. I don't know if I have another one, but Marty's Girl, definitely. Seeing the wedding package that we're going to set up with Dev, I can play that on the piano for yes. you. That could be your entrance. I need to get a guy first. <laughs> We'll work out the logistics later. <laughs> it's all about the logistics. <laughs> and uh, the second one? Oh, I cannot tell you. Probably Stone Cold, in my Stone opinion, Cold. yeah. There we go. So, folks, that has been our um, show on the greatest wrestled entrances. Uh, make sure you tweet in, message us. We're all at, at Surplex Retweet. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And um, make sure you're subscribed to us on iTunes, Android, all sorts of podcasts. It's worth so many, it's ridiculous. Um, so just at this time I'd like to thank our panel uh, I'd like to thank Stephen who stepped to the producer's role for me to host and has done a great job and Johnny stepped in uh, from Radio Cali so a huge thanks to Johnny um, also a huge thanks to our uh, special guest Div uh, yes, I've so enjoyed it, it's been fucking magic we'll, we'll have you on again at some point good stuff once like, the heat dies down <laughs> 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 no, it's been huge. Cheers for having us on. Well. Nah, thank right. you for coming. Thanks to Black Ball Princess Sarah. Thank you very much. Huge thanks to the modern Maha Rager, David Hockney. Thank you. See, when he means Rager, is it like Rager? <laughs> <laughs> we will explain. <laughs> You're so close. <laughs> Nearly done. <Okay>. Nearly. Right. <laughs> and the Scottish big dog, Alan McLucas. Cheers, mate. Me laugh. I have been Quackerachi. Uh, next week, we are actually going to be reviewing the season one of the, uh, the Netflix comedy show, Glow. So I've not started season two yet, so shh. I'll no, they're reviewing season one. I'll, I'll so be honest. Oh, no, I know just in case she's like, yeah. oh, yeah, fucking awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I've not seen any of them yet. <laughs> so I need You're to. You're going to love it, and you're going to yeah. go with that. Me, one of us, Kong left. <laughs> Honestly? Yes. I, they, I, I, I need to power through it because. That I, lassie's going to make me money doing this, the, however many seasons they've contracted her for that, that she ever would have been wrestling. Yeah. Aye. There we go. Heard it here. So, yeah, make sure you're tuned in. Um, Huge thanks to everyone. Thank you for listening in. I'll be Quackerachi. Over and out.